The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. Do you have a desire to be famous? Do you want hordes of people screaming your name? Then ask your therapist if Hollywood's right for you. Hollywood, where you can work your entire first year as an unpaid intern, followed by mandatory minimum 18-hour workday with guaranteed unpaid overtime. Where sexual assault's so common you get to sign a waiver promising not to sue even before you start your new job. Warning, side effects may include insomnia, heavy drug use, thousands of dollars in therapy, eating disorders, broken moral compass, bleeding from the fingernails after trying to claw your way to the top, as well as excessive chapping of the lips from kissing everyone's ass. If you have these or any other side effects and begin to question your life choices, please contact your therapist, because nobody in Hollywood gives a damn. Hollywood, shut up and take it. G'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We are on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora. Hey, thank you. I am so out of it. I'm on the heavy-duty pain-killing medication because I have to go get an MRI on my knee. And then I got a sh- I, I got my, my COVID booster. So I just feel like I've been hit by a bus between the two of them. You know, it's funny. I also got my COVID booster, and I'm not experiencing any poor fatigue or side effects. So I'm very grateful for that, <clears throat> which is interesting because I'm hearing a lot, especially when it comes to this booster shot, that people are having like a lot of soreness in the arm, a lot of fatigue, almost similar to the second shot back when everyone's complaining about having the flu-like symptoms for a couple of days. I feel awful. But I'm gl- first of all, I'm glad you got it, even though you feel awful, because it's in the wake of what they're calling Omicron now, which is hilarious <sighs> to me just because I think of Futurama. I- I'm sure it's not based on that. I Well, I'm going it is. It's based on Futurama. It's based on the alien invaders mm-hmm. from Omicron Percy I-8. Yes. Not seven or nine, by the way. They make that distinction. They do have planet seven and nine, but eight is the one that they hail from. Yes. No. Uh, how many people do you think are going to reject the booster shot? I don't know. I hope people are smarter than that, really. Right. I, I don't even want to get on topic too much because it gets a little bit heated, but I do, I do want to think about it and discuss it for a moment because – you hear people who not only have taken the first and second shot, but are now starting to have objections for a booster shot, or they're only now getting in on the vaccine itself, which to me is like, okay, I get it. You're concerned about chemicals. You're concerned about what they might be putting in you. No, for anyone out there listening, they're not putting trackers in your COVID-19 shot. Um, no one's that important here in the States except the president himself. But I, but I digress. Cool, Jeff Bezos. Or Jeff Bezos. Yeah, they're going to try and check, uh, track Jeff Bezos. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to digress. I think it's important that everyone gets it because it's for the benefit and health of everyone. I don't think anyone in the world is questioning getting the polio vaccine when they're a baby or their parents are. I don't are. know. America's weird. Y'all, y'all get really weird about, like, getting vaccines and getting this and getting that. And I think what catches me is some, like, how – we are not even two full generations mm-hmm. away from polio crippling people. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of a pandemic and you still have fucking Karen. I'd like to remind everyone every time we use bad language, we give money to the Boys and Girls Club of America, the Humane Society of America, and free MMA. We swear because we care. Fuck yeah. Uh, Speaking you, of which, free f- MMA GoFundMe is up and live right now, guys. If you want to donate to continue to make martial arts free for everyone in the world, you can go check it out at GoFundMe.com slash free MMA. Little plug there for everybody. So here's my question. Mm-hmm. Big, big, serious question. What the hell is it with America and like patrol of the Karens? Like, how do you guys have a bunch of people? I think we only know about it now because of the predominant social media. People being able to video cam, uh, sorry, video record everything on their phones. So we see a lot more of the negative activity, whereas prior, 
it was word again it was what is it he said she said it was someone's word against another now there's evidence and now you give a way of blowing it up especially on tiktok videos can go viral on tiktok so fast um as long as it catches someone's attention for those first couple seconds it's guaranteed to boom and people love watching drama so when you see someone yelling about how they didn't get enough french fries in their container from mcdonald's it's gonna go viral if you got that on video why well I guess the same reason people like dramas, right? They want to go watch reality TV shows. Speaking of which, I'm going to, we're trying have to get you, me yeah, one you, for that matter. Yeah, you're going to have your own reality um, television but, show. But definitely, as far as that goes, the people want to watch upset. They want to see aggression. They want to watch violence or yeah, at least potential violence. Yeah, but how do you let yourself turn into that? Like, how do you get to the point where you're like, fuck medical science. I Sure, I didn't go to medical school. I mm-hmm. never studied. But I read from a guy on Facebook that said blah. Like, I, maybe it's just working in media. Yeah. But if you read it on Facebook, it's bullshit. I don't care if it's something I agree with. The chances of it being real are mm. next to nothing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to list Facebook as a very credible site for anything. Very credible? No. Not going to list it as a very credible site it's for anything. It's not credible at all. Oh, I beg. I see what you're getting at now. Yeah, I know. It's... I mean, I like watching some or listening to some channels. Like, Futurism, for the most part, has pretty uh, accurate information. They talked about how when uh, that news media outlet went after... Who's the Tesla guy again? Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk saying, oh, if you if you donated, what is it, a percentage that of his wealth that come out to $6 billion. Or that was, was Twitter. Twitter. Oh, it was Twitter. That was, was not Facebook. No, no, they, they okay, talked the average, about it Okay, the average user on yeah. Facebook is in their late 40s. Yeah. And computer illiterate. So they take things as fact that they've read on Facebook. Mm. The average user on Insta is in their mid to late 20s. Yeah. The average user on TikTok is in their teens. young teens. Yeah. They're, I think it was 10 to 19. Mm-hmm. It was a very broad uh, spectrum. Broad, broad for... spectrum. When I, when I narrowed it down, it was like 11. Oh, wow. That's but even younger point, than I would have thought. Right? But the point is, the whole situation is bizarre. That we've gotten to a point where social media, which is a fabulous form of entertainment. I'm very pro-social media. Are you pro the meta that's coming out from Facebook or from uh, I will Zuckerberg? be first on meta. You'll be the first one mm-hmm. on meta? I'll be the most famous influencer on meta. Summer Helene. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> okay, then Bear Fjorda. I don't know. That one kind of trips me out because it makes me think about what if we fall into that uh, that virtual reality realm where you don't want to come out anymore. You build a house in virtual reality. Some dude bought a yacht in a meta type uh, program. Yeah, that's paid six hundred and fifty thousand dollars for this so yacht that looks like money it's from is just Minecraft. a social construct that is absolutely no different than a multiverse than than the metaverse itself. That's when true. it comes down to it, it's something created that we have put a designated value on. And it's what built society, and I have no qualms. I'm simply saying that if you don't have the money, you can't eat. (laughs) I'm a huge fan of social media, huge. But when it comes down to it, um, I think people have just have taken this this believing shit on social media so far. Like I put out as a joke. I know you knew about this, and it's something I'll tell you guys about. That we did the social experiment. It'll come out on the show in a couple of months. One of the things I did was I put out a conspiracy theory on mm. purpose saying that the Russian government was pushing us not to vaccinate people uh, so as to weaken the American people. Yeah. And I said I worked for the American government. I just a whole bunch of bullshit. I just went by I went by the, the QAnon book. Mm-hmm. I said all of that. Within a day, I had people on there going, I know who he is. I can vouch for him. He's telling you the truth. QAnon followers jumped on this like you wouldn't believe. So, and, and this is me directly lying um, to, to, to do this as part of something else that we're doing for a project. Yeah. But it was just absolutely shocking to me how quickly people jumped on and vouched for it. And I realized a lack of education when you expose an entire populace to Facebook mm-hmm. is damaging. I, it's, here's your criteria for if you want to pull the wool over someone's eyes. Create a Facebook page, right? Get a bot program and get yourself a, just a couple of thousand followers, fake or real, doesn't matter. And then just start putting out random nonsense and call yourself a media outlet. You can label yourself on Facebook as a, as a public figure, as a business, a media outlet. Label yourself as a media outlet 
and just start putting out nonsense. You are going to garnish views. You're going to garnish likes. You're going to build up from a world of lies because it's interesting. One, mm-hmm. it's drama. Yeah. And you have people who already believe in these conspiracies. So and now that's it. And if yours are vague enough, if you, if you look at the QAnon belief, yeah. they, they keep moving the goalpost on what's supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. But people are so invested. There's there's an old term, and, and it's chronic investment. And what it means is you've invested this far into this company, mm-hmm. and because you're already financially invested, it's easier for me to get you to give more money because you want this to succeed because you've already invested. Yeah. And so people will throw good money after bad. Even though, even, even knowing... It's, it's a failure. It's a, yeah. And it's the same thing with the QAnon. Um, they've heard it fail. They've heard these things not pan out. But they keep moving the goalposts to prove that they're right. And is always an excuse for why something didn't happen or didn't work out. Pretty much. It's, it's really bizarre. Uh, I think every country's kind of got its little sect of people who don't exactly follow or believe the norm. I know for sure a lot of Western countries, including your beloved Australia, your... Uh, your country where the water system in Sydney was taken out by a dead kangaroo. Don't you pick on my Australia. <laughs> um, that people believe in the flat earth theory. And it's super big. It's a huge movement. Almost as bad as Scientology, in my opinion. And in fact, it'd be worse if Scientologists started believing that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of more for Scientologists than flat earthers. Simply because we've known the earth was a sphere for so mm. goddamn long. This is not going to be a case where we're like, everything in the universe is round except us. Like, we're not that special. Move on. They do have reasoning behind, like, okay, why don't I just fall off the edge? And like, oh, it's it's light refraction and and uh, the, it, the it, space it comes down to there's no science behind glow. it. There's a reason scientists don't back it. I'm I, sorry, I would rather listen to experts in their field than than Karen on Facebook. I just love that they always say do your research. If someone ends a argument by telling you to do your research, they have not done their research. Usually, That's, especially when they mean Facebook research or I'll send you this on Facebook. No thanks. Yeah. I yeah. do want to give a quick shout out to Tiny Bubbles Hair Salon in Palm Springs, California. Thank you for making me look red carpet ready, especially because I have to go to Snuggy Bear's fight next week. Off-road rentals in Palm Springs, California for doing our giveaways. Snuggy Bear is going to put up a link to purchase tickets for his fight next week. And we're going to do a giveaway this week. If you can tell something about, uh, I think, Ellie's new show, Frozen Gold. Mm-hmm. We'll do a giveaway on that. Trainer Joe Fitness in Palm Desert. True Rest Sedona and tough. Las Vegas for a giveaway as well. Hmm? Yeah, as I say, Trainer Joe's Fitness making me tough every day for the fight. Yep. So, um, Lights Out XF next Friday. Doors open at 5 p.m. In, at the Commerce Casino in Commerce, California. Snuggy Bear is going to be fighting there. We'll be right back after this. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Racers and Rental Cars is the program for wannabe pro racers and those interested in the racing profession and automotive industry. Join hosts Cameron Ferre and Don O'Neill as they take you behind the scenes with previews and review for race day. It's about the business as well as the fun. We've got the scoop, the guests, the discussion, and the WTF moments. All you need to do is bring your ears. Racers and Rental Cars heard every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. 
Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, covered in flop sweat and sick as a dog, Summer Helene, with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, who is trying to get a cat to stop eating bamboo, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo, uh, who is apparently getting hate mail now for frozen gold. Ellie, what's going on? I'd, I'd say uh, welcome, uh, but what the hell? <laughs> it's, um, thanks for having me on the show, but yeah, the hate mail has been real. Whether it's DMs or people massively just commenting on any post that I have to do with Frozen Gold, um, it's been a ride. And so, I mean, apparently I'm extremely popular with the haters, so yay for me. <laughs> that's, that's actually good. It sounds terrible. Like, I don't care if they're writing bad comments as long as they're going to your YouTube and watching it. It still counts as a clip. They are. Good. Yep. YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, like you name the social media and these people have found me and oh my gosh, it's been insane. But I'm trying to find my massive haters on TikTok because they are severely causing me some view issues. So it's like, I will find you and I will shut you down. (laughs) So, well, here's here's my thing. What are they hating on you for? I have no idea. Like... Apparently, you know, I don't know what I'm talking about, or I was just a pretty face on a show, or I'm not supposed to stand up for myself in front of a boy, um, and apparently have, girls are just supposed to be bullied. Have you considered writing the header on your Twitter, um, leave your, that cute photo of you that looks like Indiana Jones, and above that, put actual fucking scientist? <laughs> Yeah, I have. I don't know if they'd take that down for <laughs> profanity, but I would love to. Oh, okay. <laughs> actual effing scientist or actual scientist, I'm just saying. Just like, take a picture of yourself smiling, holding up your degree, and in front of the degree, you put you flipping the bird. <laughs> that that would get taken oh, down. Oh, that's a great idea. Oh, my but gosh. <laughs> well, you've run in, I think, to the classic problem a lot of women do, which is you look like a Barbie doll and you're a literal scientist. So once you're pretty... <laughs> You must be stupid. Oh, exactly. I used to get that in school all the time, that I must be the dumb bimbo. So I had nobody that would, like, partner up with me in labs and stuff like that until they realized, oh, she's not stupid. She has some of the better grades in class are bad. I've run into these types of bullies, like, my entire life that because I work out and I might have a pretty face and I take nice pictures the only reason that I must be there is to add a sexual aspect to anything. And then I open my mouth and I have half a brain and they're like, Oh shit, we, we, we made a mistake. We made a mistake, you know? Uh, and, and then they, then they try to make themselves feel better or make themselves more masculine. Right. Because I must be a tougher dude than this smart, pretty chick. And I, and it's the same story. I keep running into like head first, every wall. I feel like I must hit as a scientist, And, you know, somebody I would say of my stature, which I work very hard for what I've got going on. And I think that other girls, other women need to do the same thing. If you like who you are, if you're pretty, if you're cute or whatever, own that. But own being smart, too. Because, it's you know, you don't have to have one or the other. You can have both. I think anyone hating on you right now from your show is suffering from a... a, disease that we in the men community call penis envy uh and in their brain you're and in their brain your intelligence means that they have a small dick and so they have to (laughs) fight and insult you and make themselves feel better so they think it's bigger than what it actually is that that's what i think is happening here i can see that thank you bear (laughs) i so appreciate that yeah Uh, it's so dumb to hate on. It's so dumb to be upset at, at knowledge you have. Like they're being angry at you is not going to change. It's not going to make you any dumber. It's not going to change what you've already done. It's just looking for reasons to be upset. And unfortunately, I, I think the best. Yeah. I think the best lesson comes from that movie Mean Girls, oh. which is like calling someone fat doesn't make you any skinnier. Calling someone dumb doesn't make you any smarter. And you know, uh, going after Ellie because they assume she's not a scientist doesn't take away her damn degree. And it doesn't make your penis smaller if you're bigger if you're listening out there. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I I agree. Now I I can say from experience I know um, and I'm saying this Ellie's not 
whatever went on with Fro with Frozen Gold, I know they would have edited it differently than it actually happened. That happens all the time. You're attractive. If I was producing it, I'd have made you the bad guy too. Oh. Uh, I'm just saying. So that's what they did. Um, and I know that you're not allowed to talk about it because that's the rules I would have put in. So you're in a really bad position here where you have people editing things in a way that aren't true. You have a show making a decision on who your character is um, and, and you can't say anything about it. So is it difficult for you to have to live in the character created for you? Answering that does not break the deal. Just saying. <laughs> It, it It is very difficult, uh, especially, um, you know, I've answered a lot of questions on social media saying that, you know, there, in reality TV shows, there is a lot of creative editing, you know, so mm -hmm. I don't, I don't want to break contracts. I don't want to do anything like that. But, you know, there is a lot of creative editing and that's something that people need to realize with every reality show, not just this one, but all of them so that they get what I'm trying to say. And a lot of people totally understand, but when my friends and family come after me kind of saying, oh my gosh, what have they done to you? They're like, this isn't you. Like, some of my good friends are, are so upset, including my boyfriend. He is so livid and pissed off just because these people know me, you know, from the bottom of their heart, and they've watched me grow, and they've watched me do so many things, and they love me to death. So to see them paint me in a character. That oh, I know. I, I had to stop watching it. <laughs> I, I was done. It's different. I actually can I can um, I can wreck this shit. So I actually had to stop. <laughs> like, well, I had to thank stop. God after um this Sunday I like the whole little uh argument caused by, you know, some young man that had massive penis envy um goes away <laughs> and it actually gets into more things and I get to go do more things away from people that might be overly envious of knowledge um, and, you know. So I can go back thing. to watching so, it again God. without smashing my television. Yeah, 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 Excellent. yeah. And um, right. so, and I, and I hope you will. Um, same with, <laughs> course, with your dad. Like, I hope he's continuing to watch it. <laughs> my dad's been watching, but he had a few choice words. <laughs> he's like, I, I believe God. his exact wording is, is, why is it being a prick to the pretty girl? I'm like, thanks, Dad. Thanks. <laughs> It's a, it's a very scientific way of putting. <laughs> oh, completely. Although I've had wonderful, wonderful comments from people um, on my Twitter and on my Facebook, you know, saying that they love seeing me, that they understand that something's wrong here, uh, you know, exclamation point, question mark. Like, we get this. Like, we know how lovely you are and we know what, what a kind person you are and that kind of thing. And, and, you know, people that I've worked with professionally in the industry, both in mining, mining engineering and geology, they're like, we know exactly who you are and we know what you're capable of and all of that. And that's helpful and, and encouraging because, you know, even though, yeah, I'm on an international freaking TV show, words still hurt, especially coming from a background where as a scientist and as a pretty girl and an actress, like growing up, you get bullied a lot for the tiniest of things. And so, you know, having an accolade here and there, it really does help. It's not necessary, but it's like, okay, I appreciate that my friend said that about me. That's really cool because they put it out there in public and they're good friends of mine. And so it's a, it's a bumpy road right now. And it's a little kind of a, kind of a tightrope I'm walking. <laughs> my, my hope is because if I was producing this show, um, I, I, I would have done what they did and made you the bad guy in the beginning to give you an arc, Thanks, meaning Summer. by the end of it, you would have sounded like the expert and um, it, to, to give you an arc and then explore your character. Because if you can take people from having a strong reaction, they'll watch you and then begin to like you. And that transformation breeds fans. So my hope is mm -hmm. they have a really good director and a really strong editing team. And this is the direction they've decided to go with it. Yes, so, thank you. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. And I have to say... That the same thing happened for me watching Casey Morgan on Dave Turns Gold Rush Lost Mine. Yep. Like I didn't like him at first. I was like, ugh. But then I realized, oh my gosh, he's totally getting bullied and they're totally making him out to be somebody mm -hmm. he's not. And so I became a fan. And then meeting him in person, I was like, dude, I'm fangirl. I need a photo with you. Like, you know, didn't. and so I knew exactly who he was because I didn't like him at first. And then all of a sudden it was like, Oh, I thought he's a good guy. <laughs> but that made but that made you so much more invested in him. And my hope especially Very much because so. I'm guessing you don't have to confirm this because I know you can't, 
But if I was them, I'd have put a gag order, meaning you can't say anything. And the only reason I would have yep. done that is because you're going to have an arc. So my hope yeah. is is, is hope that's so. the direction they're going. If not, we'll be having a very different conversation at that point. So I'm hoping that all of these people going after you um, are going to see a, you know, kind of a redemption arc and attach to you. So that's my hope with this. I, I hope that they're good directors, good editors, and that people are going to attach. Because if you can evoke a strong feeling, good or bad, about someone, um, mm-hmm. like I, I'm going to use Mama June as an example uh, which is awful. I hate Mama June, but, but bear with me. No, it's okay. Um, hey, bear. Bear with me. People hated bear. Mama June. Um, absolutely yeah. loathed her, especially because she was giving go-go juice to the kid. Then they showed a little more about her and a little more about her and a little more about her. Now the woman's, you know, had multiple shows, lost weight, become a crackhead, gone to prison, and people still love her because they took her through them through an emotional arc with her. So my hope is this is good mm. television. Um, mm-hmm. that's good for you. And if it's not, because I'm not in the Hollywood world, at least not on their side of it, uh, I can punch them. You, you cannot. You will get arrested. I'll punch the weather team. No. You cannot punch the weather team. Like, you will go to prison. Oh you, <laughs> you will lose your fighting license. Yeah. That's all I'm good for. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, yeah, don't, don't, don't do that, Bear. <laughs> well, it's a good offer, and I appreciate it. I adore Elliot. Um, I'm sure Ellie appreciates it. Don't lose your license. Because um, I know Ellie will want to come on your reality show. I'm going to use Ellie's show to cross-promote both of you. It just makes it easier. So don't get arrested. Yay. Yeah. Especially because mine's a reality show based around me. I'm so important. No, yours is a reality show based around fighting. That's true, it is. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going we're gonna to go to break. When we come back, we are going to be on with the one, the only, Ellie Ringo, talking about Hollywood, talking about Frozen Gold, talking about her experience as a geologist and a star. We are on with my co-host, Bear Fiora, the baddest bear in the cage. I'm Summer Helene. We'll be right back after this. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Tune in to The Patricia Raskin Show on VoiceAmerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time. This is the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions with the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio, Patricia Raskin. So tune in and call in to The Patricia Raskin Show, Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Follow the Voice America Variety Channel on Twitter. Our hosts always have something to say, and we know that you do too. We tweet on today's hot topics, and you're welcome to follow us. Speak up and join in at Voice AM Variety. That's at Voice AM Variety. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, the baddest bear in the cage, Bear Fiora, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo, star of Frozen Gold, an internet punching bag currently. What the fuck, Ellie? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm easily uh, <laughs> loved as a villain. <laughs> right? I'm, I'm getting that. I'm, I'm really hoping for that redemption arc, because that makes for good television. 
if there's no redemption arc and they like love you as a villain, I'm like, fine, we'll paint a mustache on her and have her tie someone to the railroad tracks. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> that would be a fantastic. Yeah, like we're, we're gonna lean into it and make fun of it. Like old fashioned um, dynamite and everything. I'm yes. yes. Yeah, that's we are literally recording that and sending that out at the end of the season if they haven't given you a redemption arc to make fun of them for putting you in that position. And kind of like Jigsaw from the movies, your calling card would be just a little gemstone on top of the. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm having. Oh, that's gold. perfect. Lump of coal? No, lump of gold. <laughs> oh, gold. Yeah, but it'll have to be pyrite. <laughs> but just, just pull up yeah. a lump of gold and be like, ha-ha, and run away twirling her mustache. Like, if, if they don't, we, we're going nuclear. But <laughs> um, I'm down. All, all joking aside, uh, what's it like to be cast as the villain? Because you don't really have a say over that in the beginning. They don't tell you what they're going to do with the footage. What's it like to be cast as a villain right now? Um, it's interesting. Like, watching creative editing and things being said in different ways has been uh, an eye-opener of, you know, what creative control really means. And have so you, for people in... Mm -hmm. Have you noticed they can even change the tone of your voice and the speed of the statement? Oh, yes. It's and, and when I give different expressions via words that someone else used and then flip them so that that's an expression I'm giving when they're t telling me some benign statement. I'm like, wait a minute. My <laughs> face didn't look like that during that statement. What the hell? Why and do I so, look like yeah, I'm uh, food? Yeah. Someone's just saying that they're thirsty and always looking at them like, well, fucking dehydrate then. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I'm like, whoa. And so, I mean, honestly, it's, it's given me a lot of insight for how to edit some more of my YouTube videos to be a little bit more creative, not on the villain side, but just oh, no, no. <laughs> more creatively. But honestly, I mean, being, being in this sort of a villain sort of a role at the moment, which scares the shit out of me, uh, it, it's boosted my followers on every account. Um, people are so vested now, uh, like in what I'm doing and what I'm saying, it's all under a microscope, but more and more people are giving me more and more views, whether they know it or not. I mean, they can turn me in on don't TikTok all them. they want to. <laughs> don't, don't tell them. Don't tell them. Well, now, TikTok's good, but the point of TikTok is to get the following up so that you can move those over to YouTube because YouTube's the platform that pays, YouTube and Insta. The whole point's always to move yep. your following over to, over to YouTube. So I'm hoping if they're going to troll you, put up a sign, please troll me on YouTube. <laughs> yes, check out my YouTube. You'll really hate me there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Because YouTube doesn't care if it's a good view or a bad view, a thumbs up or thumbs down. They just care. Yeah, I don't comment. give a shit. <laughs> just watch it. Fine with me. You will knock yourself out. Um, <laughs> no, but like it's really also shown some of my absolute true supporters and people that have followed me from the beginning and know exactly who I am, what I'm doing, that kind of thing, and are really, really invested in what I've done this far. And you know, villain or not. Uh, they make fun of it. Like, they're going, oh, my gosh, they painted you as a villain. So what are you doing this week? What are you doing this week? And, you know, in a joking manner, but they're like, you know, in private messages, they're like, I don't understand. You're like the sweetest person we know, which is so sweet. And it's, it's, uh, so pretty, it's just, actually it's because you're pretty. It sucks to say, but because you're, you're pretty and you speak with authority on, on what you know, that is very easy to turn into a bitch. Like it or lump it. Oh, yeah. So I, I've, I get, I've noticed. <laughs> and what's funny is if you get painted as a villain and then become a hero, people will love you. But if they try and sell you as a hero off the bat, people don't attach to you. And the only place to oh. go is to have a villain arc eventually. You'll eventually become the bad guy. The hardest person in the world to sell is Captain America. The easiest person in the world to sell is Tony Stark, Iron Man, because there's a redemption. <laughs> So if yep. they sold you as, you know, the all-American hero, everyone would be looking to take you down. But if they create this redemption arc, um, people love you. So my hope is it's good editing and that's where they're going. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, I'm serious. I'm with We're you. tying I'm someone to the rail tra railroid tracks and putting a mustache and a top hat that's on you. Great. That's like great. That's, we are going yep. full, <laughs> full villain now. What is, if you're able to divulge this, what was your favorite part of being on this reality show? Either it's one you personally like or one you're looking forward to showing the audience who's watching you. 
Um, well, I got to um, operate like a gigantic excavator. Um, you know, the not a lot of people are going to know what this is, but it's a 350 Hitachi, so it's like the the bucket can pick up uh, like the size of a car, which is kind of cool. Um, Dude, that's awesome. And then on episode four, actually, the the little trailer that I've had so far going out, it shows me finding gold, and it actually shows me finding the very first piece of large gold that you don't need like a hand lens to see that was found on Alex's claim. And so the claim owner was so extremely thrilled, and he told me, he's like, this is the biggest flake anybody's ever found on my claim. And he's all, this is fantastic. And he was just so excited to have a geologist on his claim, which was wonderful. Uh, other than that, like, I love the hot springs there, which was something I did on my private time. And I just put out a YouTube video about the hot springs in the Unitork Fjord in, in Greenland. And the northern lights, holy crap. Like I've always wanted to see them. And I, Oh, it was a bucket list thing of mine. And mm-hmm. definitely, if you get the chance to do it, go do it. It sounds beautiful. I have to admit, I'm really jealous. Uh, one of the only things I ever wanted to do was go to the Ice Hotel before it can't be built anymore and see the Northern Lights. Yeah. Oh, you should go. I'm afraid of flying, so I don't go anywhere. It's, it's why I, I know you like you go up to Comic-Con. I'll see you when I'm up in, uh, I think, Arizona in January for Comic-Con. And uh, uh-huh. I, I don't fly. They offer to fly me like they've offered to fly me to Spain. They offer to fly me to these cons. I'm like, if I can't drive there, I'm not going. <laughs> you had to be medicated just to oh, go to Seattle. I did. I had to be medicated to go to Seattle. So I have, I have a deep fear of flying. So maybe if someone hits me in the head with a crowbar. I'm so sorry. Inside. No. Can't you just take copious amounts of Valium and then they can just drag I you do. on the plane and flop I, you yes. down? Yes. That's how they got me to Seattle. I was sleeping with Prince Valium. So for you, you've now, <laughs> you've now been to Greenland, you've um, found gold. I will definitely jump back in to, to watching it, even though I'm a little butthurt about them making you the bad guy, but that's, that's personal feelings. Business-wise, I get it. Um, for you, being, you know, you've been painted as this villain. They've, they've, they've uh, shown you so differently from your personality. Knowing all of this, would you have still done the show? Hmm. Yes, but I would have chosen some better words. That's it. Like, yeah, I'd still be knowing the villain. Knowing what they could do. <laughs> but you could choose. Oh, yeah, no, knowing what they could do. I, I would have just maybe uh, curbed the way that I looked at some people when they said something because I have, like, <laughs> full-out sometimes facial autism where I'm like, wait, oh, my gosh, what? And people are looking at me like I've just had some kind of a seizure because everything is written all over my face. And people are like, whoa, like, tone it down. And I was like, oh, shit, like, curb that, you know, like, resting nobody face is so much better than, like, resting holy fuck <laughs> bitch face is, like, really yeah, bad. Well, you're, <laughs> well, you're looking over at someone going, did you get dropped on your head as an infant? <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> when you can I, insult that, someone by looking at them, you know you've hit a new You've you hit a new, you've hit yeah. a new. Well, the problem is Ellie's very expressive. So I got to say, I get where they're coming from. I'd have used your expressions too, because you're pretty and you're expressive. Um, how, is, how is social media going for you right now? Um, I, I'm laughing at what the people are saying, um, if it's anything negative, just because people will go on uh, so far in paragraphs uh, on Oh, oh, geez, Facebook. Um, and then, you know, you can only have so many characters on Twitter, but they fill those characters up as well. So I just read these paragraphs of these people going, wow, you must not have very much of a life in order to have such a strong opinion about somebody that you don't even know from a television show. And well, you really want to make sure that people know. Encourage it. They're tweeting at you. Wait, encourage I, it. How do you respond to these people? Oh, yeah, I want to know do? that. How do you respond? Oh, I don't. Okay. I I would. I haven't like, responded I'm sorry because you feel I don't. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I guess I could say that. I just don't say anything more. I, I have responded a couple times saying you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. There is a lot of creative editing, um, and then I try to say that you know I hope that you understand. In most reality TV shows, there's a lot of creative editing. Like I'm not gonna like bitch back at somebody and getting like a. Uh, a, a cat fight on uh, Twitter or, you know, Instagram or Facebook. It's like, for one, I don't have that kind of time. And two, 
it is way more fun to watch somebody bitch at my friends' uh, comments that they leave than it is for me to get on there to go into, like, some tiff war because, I kid you not, they must be waiting for people to post there because it could be a couple days ago when they posted, and if somebody replies, oh, they're on it like white on rice. It's so fast you can't even blink. You're like, oh, my gosh, you're just waiting for notifications to hit this account. So I find it comical and hilarious. At the same time, words do hurt. People that are bullied understand that something might not happen to you physically, like words do hurt. And if people want to be bullies, I mean, they have to live with that on their own. And karma's a bitch, and it will get you. See, that's I, I think, think these people online are – you see this a lot in the fight community, too. If someone wants to pick a fight with you, it's because they've never actually been in a fight. They don't understand what real violence yeah. is. And likewise to what you're saying, people who are intentionally going out to try and make you feel bad about yourself did not experience that themselves or don't have a level of empathy that normal people do if they had that circumstance. Well, if you've been bullied, you're not apt to go out and bully someone else. I, I think it's also – it's entertainment. And because Ellie's an entertainer, people also forget she's a person. Oh, yeah, And that you're happens right, especially right. in social media. To, to her, to them, she's a character. And she's deserving yeah. of that venom versus being a human being. Well, I used to think all actors and actresses, you know, for instance, when you start in a movie, or I guess in your case, Ellie, as the villain in a TV show, I thought this was who you were every day of your life when I was a child. And so if someone was a Bond villain in one of those movies and I, they'd go home, I'd think, God, he must get his house egged every day. Like people have got to hate this guy. I bet they rob him. But that's, that's what's happened in reality television. People mm-hmm. forget that it's still entertainment and television. Guys, we are going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to be chatting a little bit more with Bear Fjorda uh, as, as, he, as he makes jokes about apparently not knowing the difference between reality and fiction. And, of course, our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo, talking about frozen gold. I'm Summer Helene. We'll be right back after this. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene. We're on with my co-host, Bear Fjord of the Baddest Bear in the Cage, and our very, very special guest, Ellie Ringo, talking about Frozen Gold, her television show. You all need to be tuning in and watching Frozen Gold. Now, Ellie... Um, can you tell everyone where to find you on social media? I want to make sure we get that before we get to the end of the show because we always get to the end and don't get there. 
Yes. Uh, people can find me at Ellie Knows Rocks on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and my ever-growing YouTube. That's where I put out all of my big videos. And then if they want to find any of my acting stuff and things that I do on the side, they can find me at Ellie Ringo. And that's also on every platform. So I'm pretty easy to find, just those two handles, Ellie Knows Rocks and Ellie Ringo. Of it's interesting now I want to I'm curious of those two I don't want to say people but let's say profiles which one do you have more fun creating content for Oh uh probably Ellie knows rocks but I honest I have an, a modeling one too which is model.elliecat and that's where I post like all of my pictures that are like really pretty otherwise I post pictures of me just being a full nerd on my Ellie knows rocks and then my like acting stuff on Ellie Ringo. So it's kind of a a mix of like what I get to throw in there based on what's going on. And I'm always, always promoting my Ellie Knows Rocks because it's a lot of fun for me and it's a huge passion being a geologist. I want people to, you know, know that you can be a woman in science and feel comfortable and be strong. And if people don't accept you, uh, fine. Don't worry about it. Just be you and continue to be you no matter what. What? Being a geologist, what was your life? What did it look like before you got on social media and this reality show? What was maybe a daily, uh, not daily, but what was a job like for you at that time? So freaking boring. I did the same thing every day. I'd go outside. I would look at blast holes, which is very boring. Um, Look at little teeny tiny chips of rocks to see if I was in ore, if I was near an ore deposit. I would map ore deposits. And then I'd put all of this into a big 3D model and present it once a week. And then I did timing for blasting patterns where they blow them up and you got to like watch the rocks fly everywhere. Um, now that sounds, I got that sounds to be, exciting. Oh, it was, but like that wasn't all the time. Unfortunately, I was like the fill in. Um, and then of course having a boss that is a male and that doesn't like strong women. I was always getting chewed, always belittled by my boss, like in meetings everywhere. I was like, I just can't stand this. I need a way out. And summer came along, and it has completely changed my life. What I think I think I find interesting is you are so unique. You are literally mm-hmm. ideal for anyone that um, is looking for unique content, simply because you can act. You have a history of that. You have a unique talent and skill. Um, oh yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I watched this dude on YouTube trim cows' feet. Because it's interesting and fun. You're, and I'm not saying you're in that, like, you know, you, you trim cow's feet kind of entertainment. I'm not people, sure but, where you're going with this. But he, like, well, the, the whole rock thing, the whole geologist <laughs> thing, you know, uh-huh. it's not mainstream. And so it's super interesting to people who are tired of watching the same old content every single day. Well, it's interesting to watch someone that knows what they're talking about. Mm. It's interesting to watch an expert, I think, because the, the most popular channels, and the most popular um, platforms are actually people that contribute in some way to society. It's why, you know, you could have three pages. One of them would be your professional expertise. One would be, you know, you trying on hats. The, the professional expertise is always going to do better because it's of interest. It's something unique, especially in a job as interesting as geology. Because how many freaking geologists, I mean, I know Ellie would know a lot of geologists, but for the rest of the world, how many geologists do you know? I know Ellie. There you go. Me too. So, there you go. So <laughs> you, you've taken off on social media. Apparently you're being harassed. That really sucks. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's clicks. So just direct them to your YouTube. Tell them you'll answer them on YouTube. <laughs> direct them to you. Yeah, exactly. What's been the hardest part of, of, uh, watching how differently you're shown on reality television to real life? That it makes me question if that's how everybody sees me when I know in my heart of hearts, I'm like, that wasn't said that way. My face didn't look like that while I was responding. Those little, like, nuances where you're like, why did they keep using my same facial expression over and over for, like, every part of what that person is saying when I know that I would be looking at somebody trying to understand what they're talking about and put myself in their shoes because that's who I am. That's how you grow and you learn. Otherwise, you just, you're blocked off, and that's how they've made me look because I'm a very stuck-up, like, you know, bitchy person that's this villain that wants to just attack everybody and and I know that I'm not that way and and my friends know that 
I'm not that way. So they, I mean, both myself and my friends are kind of freaking out in that nature. But just seeing that is so extremely different than than what I thought it would be. Do you think that your being so attractive is part of the reason you've been cast the way you have? I have been um, given like hints of that. Um, of, you know, things that I can't talk about that, you know, perhaps I may have been cast because I was attractive and smart so that people could both hate me and like me. Um, That there's going to be a whole ton of people out there that just because I might be attractive, they're going to hate me no matter what I do, no matter who I am or what I say, whether I'm smart, stupid, it doesn't matter. And so it's like, okay, bring it on. If you're, you know... People that hate and people that throw shade on other people, like you were saying earlier, it doesn't make them any more smart. It doesn't make them any more pretty. It doesn't make them any stronger. It doesn't make their dick any bigger. Only thing it does is put down the person who's putting themselves out there to be judged. And I don't think people realize how much scrutiny we're under because of ourselves anyways. But we're putting ourselves out there because maybe we want to change our lives or maybe we believe what we're doing and we believe in ourselves enough to do that. And so only the strongest of people can put themselves out there because actors face more challenges than most people do in their entire lifetime. And they definitely face more rejection than most people will ever face. Uh, yeah, just, they, they you know, face a hell of a lot of rejection. In a small amount of time. you got you yeah. to have some real thick time. skin to be an actor. Yeah. Really a lot of and, thick skin. And, and, yeah. So would you it, choose you know, for some... Every, mm. Sorry, please, please finish. Oh, I was going to say for every, you know, thousand auditions you get, you might get one person that gives you feedback, but not even a role. But for all those thousand auditions you did, you get turned down for every one of them. Each and every one is a rejection. And most people don't get that. It's, it's difficult. Now, for you, would you ask everyone one question about Frozen Gold? They can write in here. We'll give them a ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or a float at True Rest Sedona or Las Vegas. Their choice, choose something about Frozen Gold that they can go watch. And then they need to come comment here. About it. Pick Some something. Something to watch. Um. Oh. Oh my gosh. That's very. That's very scary. That that's. Um. Oh. Okay. Yeah. They need to watch episode two, and they need to pay attention to what I say about panning slowly. <laughs> So find what she says about panning slowly. Come on over to find us on Twitter, Behind the Scenes, and we'll give you a float at True Rest Sedona, Las Vegas, a ride at Off-Road Rentals in Palm Springs, California, or one of our mailing giveaways like our ballet flats. We've got ballet flats, we've got books, we've got a lot of giveaways. So write on in, give us your answer there, and I'm going to ask you a question and say, go follow Ellie if you follow her on three different platforms and tell me the best thing about her. We'll give you a ride at Off-Road Rentals as well. Also, because you kind of mentioned a little bit, Summer, well, I'll give the the... Tune in BTS plug right now. Follow us if you enjoy the radio show. And even if you don't, follow us to leave us hate mail like you leave Ellie. Yeah. Uh, at Tune in BTS everywhere on social media. Ellie, thank you so, so much for joining us. I'd love to catch up with you towards the end of Frozen Gold to see how your arc's gone, if uh, you're good with that. Of course. So yes, I'd love I'm to totally do that. good with that. Ellie, thank you for joining us. Guys, go check out Ellie Ringo. She's on Frozen Gold. Go follow her on social media. She's one of the most amazing people you will ever meet in your life. Follow her. You will not regret it. I'm Summer Helene. This was Behind the Scenes. Special thanks, of course, to my co-host, Bear Fiorda. He's got a fight next week. We'll tell you guys how he does. We'll see you next week. Good night. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.